to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Susie One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, voyeurs and connoisseurs, all you children of sex, and we are all children of sex. With a capital X. Can I get an amen? Can I get an A women? <laughs> I want to welcome you. Oh, thank you. Sister Trixie. And Captain Max. And my brothers and sisters. I do want to welcome you to the Dr. Susan Block Show, broadcasting live from Bonoboville at LAX with a capital X. Yes, brothers and sisters, I am the irreverend Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, Mm -hmm. and your pleasure preacher. And uh, the first mate to Captain Max. Yeah. Welcome, Captain. Hello, whoop, whoop. Hello, Bring up the captain's microphone. I can't hear him. All right. Hello, hello. Thank you. There we go. You Remember to mark the spot. <clears throat> the spot. Oh, yes, the spot and of the your right. mic. <clears throat> the spot of the mic, mm-hmm. not the speck. So we're sailing the airwaves, uh, broadcasting live from our new Bonoboville here. Uh, uh, very close to LAX, like in its backyard, the planes are flying as we go riding the airwaves. And uh, tonight, well, we're continuing <coughs> our uh, ongoing uh, memoirs of the captain. And uh, I believe we're at age 15 when your sex life really starts heating up. Is that right? Uh, right. 
But and, it's okay. No, well, I, I, we're yeah, going to continue it. We started it with your birthday last week, and, uh, and we couldn't possibly squeeze in, you know, even most of the events before age 15. You're just full of adventures, Captain. Uh, so, uh, but I think you need to warm up a little. So we're going to warm you up <laughs> on this cold night. Okay. Cold night in uh, Los Angeles, which isn't really very cold at all. Just for us, you know, thin-skinned Angelinos. Uh, and Los Angeles is where the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences is located, actually. Uh, and it's... Uh, it's right here. We've got a new beautiful place in Bonoboville, garden in the middle, going to build a jacuzzi. And uh, this is a place that exists in reality, of course, right? But it also exists in the theater of your mind. That is, uh, the Institute uh, will take you on trips through the theater of your mind with our guides, our therapists. We are telephone sex therapists. We're also in-person sex therapists, and we do webcam, but we really specialize in uh, telephone sex therapy. And uh, that's where you can really take this trip through the erotic theater of your mind, or perhaps your memories, you know, which is part of the erotic theater, your fantasies, your memories. Uh, and tonight we're going to talk to some of our new sex therapists, some of our new telephone sex therapists here at the Institute. Are you excited, Captain Max? I'm excited. <laughs> We're going to find out what they're <clears throat> like, and, uh, and so is everybody else, whether they can guide us through the erotic theater of our minds. Mm -hmm. And we've got quite a few new ones, uh, and they're going to be calling us. You checking out the condoms? I'm looking at the condoms. We've got a whole bunch of uh, great new condoms. From Condomania, just in case we uh, need to put one on, a dildo or a person. Um, oh, and before we get going with our therapists, uh, our first therapist, and, and let me know when the first one's ready, Trixie. Uh, I just want to say we also have a brand new front page. Yay. It's pretty cool, right? Hello? Front page. Yeah, yeah, I'm just uh, looking at the lights. You're just looking at the lights. It's a radio show. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, don't worry about the lights. Worry about our new front page, right? Okay, yeah, it looks great. Beautiful. Yep, beautiful, right? right. Abe is the webmaster. Very high tech, right? right? It is high tech, but it has all <clears throat> your little designs. Not all, but a <clears throat> lot of your little designs that are so... Heartwarming and uh, heartwarming. low tech. Low tech. Warm. Heartwarming and low tech. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to cool, right. chill. We're highly unprofessional here. Low tech. Yeah. No, we're, we're very low tech. We're, we're pretty low tech, tech compared to uh, NBC and those guys. But our new uh, front page is a little more high tech, I guess. It's higher it's tech got, than it's, theirs. It's, it's higher tech than ours has been. No, it's higher tech than theirs even. Than whose? NBC's. Oh, NBC's, yeah, really? Or CBS. It's, we're very high tech. Wow. Thanks to Abe and company. Yeah. 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 The Bonobo design team. That's right. Abe and Gonzo Bonobo. You heard that, guys, right? Let me hear it. 
No, it looks great, and you should <clears> check it out. And let us know if there's any broken links we should handle. Uh, it's broken legs? Links. 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 Or legs. Legs, uh, yeah. You know, somebody might have a fetish for that. Uh, DrSusanBlock.com. <clears throat> it's, it's the port, right, that goes to all of our other sites? It's the portal. Portal. Right. Right. It's the hole that takes you. It's the it's the black hole that the takes you to all these other things. Right. You go through the drsusanblock.com pussy and you get to our TV site and you right. get to our <clears throat> institute site and oops, where'd Max go? You get to blogamy uh, and you get to I, maybe they're going to put the site I up. I think they're going to put the site oh, up. Oh, oh, they're going to get really yeah. high tech. This is very high tech. Watch wow. this now here. Yeah, yeah we're right. going to show you guys. <laughs> okay, what we've been it working looks on here. It comes. Really cool. <laughs> Bonoboville yeah. and Bonobo Designs. So yes, yes. Here it is. There's okay. I know and it also Google. links to Look Bonoboville. Oh, has and a new, uh, there's Lerotique right there. Yeah, and Google has a new uh, a new logo also. It's flat. Very flat. Versus, it's got their colors. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. there, see, this is very high-tech. Now we're on the Internet. There we mm -hmm. go. Watch this. Now, if you're, if you're listening to radio, you can't watch this, but you can no. go there yourself directly. Ah, there we are. There we are. Okay, and it says, we have to click warning. that we're over 18. Right. Warning. Warning. In warning. very calming <clears throat> Okay. Lavender. Here we go. Click. I'm over 18. There okay. we go. Look at that. And now yeah. we're in the elevator at the old yeah. speakeasy. <clears throat> And uh, there's the Marketplace of Possibilities. There's the Institute, of course. I'm there in the library. Uh-huh. There's Rubber Necro's ass with uh, fluorescent paint on it. And, oh, there's a foursome. And you notice... There's uh, Catherine Imperio getting fire up her ass yeah, from Dark Phoenix. Yeah. There's Max Hardcore in the elevator with uh, Bonnie Rotten and company. And there's our, our new uh, our garden, our garden. Our garden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's our garden. The and when we Bonobo first moved garden. here, I think we have more plants. Now, I also want you to notice something. We have something. a victory garden now. On the right-hand side there. I can't tell you everything we're growing. What? On the right-hand side there, it says only so much sex for only seven ninety five. Yeah. Less than a penny an hour. That oh, less yeah. Less than a penny an hour. Less than a penny an, an hour. hour right? It's like point zero one. one. Of, of a penny? What? Yeah. Of a dollar. Point zero one of a dollar. A penny. Of a penny? Of a dollar. It's really cheap. It's cheap. Whatever. It's just like <laughs> super duper cheap. You should join. Seven, seven ninety five a month. Not so much to see us right now, although I do look very spiffy in my black and white, and yeah. Max looks spiffy in his captain's hat. So, but you should see all the other stuff that's on there. I mean, these amazing shows and, uh, and pictures, clips. Mm. Can we go back to the price a second? Yeah. It's, I heard this on public national public radio. You keep saying the same you thing. You keep saying the price. Yeah. I want to say what you're saying, getting, though. Yeah, you're getting that. You're getting right. pictures, you're getting, you're getting videos. Pictures, you're getting videos. Full shows, features. Full shows. You're getting <clears throat> education, masturbation, sex, fun, wisdom. Right. That's correct. Orgies. Yeah. <clears throat> We've got the best orgies. Basically, all you need... All you need for your entertainment needs right. is Netflix and us. That's it. And it's a mix. You know, we got some BDSM. We got some swinging. We got some porn. We got a hot manager. Look at Trixie. Trixie, come on over here. Give our, give our people something to look at here. Um, oh, I guess now we're showing we're this. Showing, we're so you have to come sit on my... Uh, well, the okay. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. Oh, and we have Alexis here on the phone, do we? Okay, here's Trixie. 
Trixie, why don't you get a chair here and bring it over here? Yeah. Oh, okay. there you go. And then you could be on here. The, our chairs have wheels on them, the tricks. You don't need a lot of upper mm. upper strength. Just. But do they vibrate? Mm. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We have chairs that oh, vibrate. Here's a chair that you can no, hump, that, no, but no, 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 doesn't no, no, have a back. No, get, no, no. It looks like a kinky thing, no, though. No, it's kind of no, kinky. It's dangerous thing. Yeah. Oh, it's dangerous. Yeah. Well, a lot of kinky things are a little bit can, dangerous. Can, can somebody get her a chair, please? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Hello. Can, can somebody get her a chair? Okay, this is Alexis who's yeah. on the line who said hello, I think, I, right? Yes, this is Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Hi. Welcome to the Dr. Susan Block Show. Well, thank you for having me. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show as well as uh, on our uh, roster of sex therapists at the Institute. Well, it's a pleasure to be on your roster. And you've just really started, haven't you? Yeah, I just started uh, back in September. Okay. Oh, well, that's not just, you know, it sounds like you've been doing it for a while, but I haven't spoken to you yet. No, we haven't. This is the first time. Well, pleased to meet you, Alexis. Welcome to Bonoboville. Well, thank you so much. It's been uh, quite an adventure. It's been fun. It's very interesting. And I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Now, don't mention any client names, of course. We are very, very private and confidential. You know, this is uh, this is real sex therapy for our clients. Uh, unlike the show, where we might joke around a lot. Well, actually, we can joke around too with our clients, but it's very private and confidential. But Alexis, tell us about some of your more interesting calls uh, that you've gotten uh, without divulging any identities um well let's see um one of them which was very um interesting which was the first um was a gentleman who uh, got spanked when he was a child Mm -hmm. and um that's his it's not his fetish anymore or anything like that it's not like he gets turned on by it uh but he needs to talk and remember about what happened when he was spanked as a boy by his um, mother and father. Okay. So he likes to talk about it, but he says he doesn't get turned on by it? Not at all. No, but because, in fact, he hasn't been spanked since he was about, uh, I want to say maybe 12 or 13. Ah. So he doesn't get turned on by doing it. But he does no, get turned. No, because in fact, he, he, I, I asked him if, you know, now he asks like his partner or his wife to spank him, and he says no. But he can't talk about this with his wife either. It's it's a very it's a very interesting topic. It certainly is, but he probably gets turned on talking about it. And he didn't necessarily get turned on. I mean, we had a very extensive conversation. And at no point did he want to, like, uh, get turned on or anything. I mean, it did not seem like he got turned on. Well, he may not have wanted to masturbate, which some of our clients do, of course. But, you know, by turned on, I mean, you know, it's something that that pushed his buttons. He obviously wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he he enjoyed talking about it, right? Yes. He, 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 like, needs to talk about it, and he wanted me to ask him... Um, all sorts of questions about the spanking, um, when it happened, how it happened, 
um, who was around when it happened, and so forth. Mm, well, it sounds to me like he did get turned on, but like a lot of turn-ons, it's not just about the turn-on. It's about, you know, so much more about your your complex emotional feelings, you know. And a lot of turn-ons people are ambivalent about. You know, there's a part of you that is excited about it, and another part of you is wishing that, you know, it hadn't happened to you, but it did. Yeah, so, and I asked him, I said, I mean, would you ever ask your partner now to spank you? And he said, oh, no. no but he no, might no, be embarrassed. Like he might be embarrassed to do he that. He might be embarrassed. You're right. You know, so. he might enjoy talking about it, but actually doing it makes him too vulnerable, especially with his wife. Now, he might want to be spanked by, you know, somebody else. I asked him, and he said no, that he had no desire, no okay. desire, but... He just wanted to talk about it and remember about it. Okay. So. Well, you know, he might not, you know, some people are not that physical. They're more in that theater of the mind, that erotic theater of the mind. And yeah, and I think it's hard for us to, or me as a female, to understand that a male wouldn't want to get excited about it. You know, we always come, to, I think we always jump to the conclusion that eventually the man just wants to get excited or is, is talking about it because he's excited and wants to masturbate, but not in this case. Just so. Mm. Well, uh, and then again, you don't know because he was on the phone. And That's right. A lot of these guys, a lot of people can be very subtle. That That is one of the uh, the beauties of the phone, the mystery, the fact that you could be masturbating, and as long as you're not a heavy breather. Exactly. You're right. You're, right. you're totally right. Uh, so. You can get away with it. I mean, sometimes I'm just amazed at how quiet or noisy, well, of course, yeah. It seems when it like there's a another, huh? yeah. Of course, if you rub the phone against your armpit, then uh, or your crotch. <laughs> I, I wasn't masturbating. Right, right. I was just rubbing the phone against my. Yeah. For sound effects. <clears throat> yeah, for sound effects. Right, and a lot of people express their sexuality in different ways. Some people, you know, can think off. They don't have to even touch their genitals to kind of get off, so to speak. They can just be talking about the thing and. That is their release. That is, in fact, a sexual release is simply thinking off and just getting deeply uh, into this this world, this erotic world, in, in his case, of spanking. So, Alexis, where, what world are you from? Um, and what do you mean by what world? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to tell me? I mean, where, where are you, where do you, uh, let's start with geography. Well, I'm in Southern California. Oh, me too. Okay. Uh, I'm, in I'm, in, I'm in a beautiful town of um, California where everybody wants to live here. Well, you should come visit us, Alexis. Because you guys are in L.A., right? Yeah. 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 We're in a beautiful yeah. town where nobody wants to go. Right. <laughs> Especially during traffic time, which is all the time. Right? Uh, you, know, you know, the planes come here really <laughs> yeah. fast. I mean, they, they have no problem. Yeah, we're right near LAX. I'm in San Diego. Oh, that's beautiful. We love it. My yeah. brother's there in La Jolla. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So can you tell us anything about yourself besides that you're our phone sex therapist? I mean... That I, I speak Spanish. Oh, yeah, right. You're the Spanish speaker. And we're starting a Spanish-speaking wing of the institute. How do you say institute on Espanol? El instituto. In, in Italiano, el instituto pure. 
Okay. Ándale, sí. qué hermoso, me encantan los italianos. Sí, yo no hablo uh, español, pero hablo italiano, ¿eh? Italiano. Sí, romano. So, you know, we, if you would do therapy, we could have an Italian wing, but we have Alexis, who is going to be doing our Spanish telephone sex therapy. How do you say telephone sex therapy? Um, terapia sexual de teléfono. Del teléfono, teléfono, sí. Terapia sexual terapia. de teléfono. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's almost like Spanish, you know, right. like, uh, yeah. Hispanic. Right. Oh, Así que estoy disponible oh, para las personas que gusten llamar. Aquí está su amiga y terapista Alexis. Oh. Yep, so if they want to speak <laughs> bueno, sí. Spanish yep. for their telephone sex therapy, they can <coughs> speak to Alexis and uh, and actually Bennett can sign them up. Right? Yes. Bennett or Amy? He speaks Portuguese, though. Well, but he speaks Spanish, too. It's a little different. It's, uh, he yeah. speaks both. No, you know, so no. you call. Now we have to give out the number in Spanish. 310-368-0066. Wow. 0066. It is. Así es. Así que espero sus llamadas. Y aquí estamos para atenderles y ayudarles. I can't figure out whether I like Alexis's voice better in Spanish or English. Well, I personally love a woman who can roll her R's. It feels amazing. Very nice. Now, did you grow up bilingual? I like bilingual? a woman that can roll anything. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, yes, I did. I Actually, at home, we couldn't speak any English. It was all Spanish. <coughs> but at school, we spoke English, so... You are so lucky. That's so great. You know great. what? Now, now I'm really grateful because back then I used to hate it. I'm sure. When I was a kid. I mean, you probably I felt like you were being tortured. Now I'm so lucky. And now I get upset at parents who don't care and they're like, oh no, just let him talk English. Don't let him talk Spanish. And I'm like, oh my God, you don't know what you're doing to your child. You know, I had the same experience. I came over here as a little boy. I was seven years old. I wasn't required to speak uh, Italian in, in the house. But my parents were never there, so all that was there was the houseman and the uh, and the maid, and they spoke Italian. So I always spoke Italian in the house, and I'm very grateful for that because I could still speak Italian. Yes, it, and I mean, and it's such a, I mean, just to hear you, it, it, Italian, the accent, it's so beautiful. Like uh, I can imagine <laughs> to some people, my um, Mexican Spanish accent is beautiful. It's just, it, I don't know, it brings out so much in a person that... Um, If you don't let your kids learn different languages, it's a huge mistake. Absolutely. So which language do you think is sexier? Uh, Spanish, to be honest, Spanish. Spanish, well, because of the melody, the, the kind of... I don't know, you know what? Those rolled I, R's. I just feel like it's so much more... Oh, it's very uh, sexy. Sexy, it's so very much more sexy, yeah. It's like, you know, an enchilada. <laughs> well, it's a romance language. Right, it's a romance yeah. language. It's very passionate. I mean, I just, I really enjoy listening more in Spanish than in English, but, you know. Yeah, I, I never actually understand when people from other countries say they like American accents. But Who? they, I mean, some people do, you know. But yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite get it because I'm, I've well, got if you're an, if you're <laughs> So yeah. it's no big deal. But I love those, you know. I mean, you, Max, used to have more of an accent when I married you. 
You lost I, a little I did. of it. I you lost did. a little you bit of my accent. Much more than Italian accent. And once I in a while, get it back. I, I'm a follow back <laughs> to uh, having an accent. <laughs> now, have you learned any Italian? <clears throat> uh, See, she, she has. Uh, yeah. No, not no. a little bit. I can understand <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm no, a, she, I'm she a bambolina. Yeah, she's my. He's a my bambolone. I'm a bambolina and a bambolone. A bambolina is a, pe- a, 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 a petite little doll. Una bambolina, and it doesn't have to be a doll. It could be a young girl. Mumbalone is a big fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big man. He's a he's a man doll, yeah. right? Okay. He's my man doll, <laughs> Captain Mumbalone. He's not the one that capsized the ship, by the way. Right. Okay. That was, that was another that Italian. S- get that straight. So, Alexis, what are your favorite types of calls to get? Do you have any favorites, or do you just like to do it all? Well, I know there's some I don't like to. I, I just can't. Um, I don't know if we should talk about those. Uh, don't well, want to know what you don't I'm like. <laughs> the whole um, incest and. She doesn't oh. like that. Okay. But what do you like? What turns you on? What are your favorite? What calls get you excited? Oh, uh, what gets me excited? Um, Speak Spanish. Uh, there, you know, there was one where I was like, "Whoa!" Um, and it was S and M, and I didn't think it was Ooh. going to. It was going to get me excited, and it did. Really? S&M, were you on the giving or receiving end? I was on the receiving. Oh. And do you ever do that in real life? No, no, I haven't. Have you thought about incorporating it into your real Um, life? I might now. (laughs) I might, I might. Oh, see, you learn something in your uh, tenure at the Institute. Mm -hmm. This is all a learning experience, and it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That's why I always say, you know, when a lot of clients will say that their wife or girlfriend is just not into something and they haven't even brought in, brought it up, that they don't know. You yeah, know. you never know. I, and, you know, I think that's the problem. If more people were to talk about it and communicate, you know, I think there wouldn't be so many divorces and so many things going on. You know, so much cheating going on because I just think you need to communicate what you want. Mm. But so many men and women are afraid. Do you get those kinds of calls where guys say, "How can I talk to my wife about this?" Um, just one of them, just one of them. But um, but I haven't had very many, just one. Yeah. Well, uh, what you'll get more. You you will. She just oh, started. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I get a lot of those. You know. And I'm sure a lot of now we start getting a lot of. Um, Hispanic callers, I'm sure, you know, in our culture, it's very hard sometimes to be very open with your partner, you know, because you're really? afraid that your wife is very conservative and so forth, so yeah. I'm sure we're going to be getting some calls. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what's more difficult to communicate about in Spanish culture or Hispanic, what is the proper thing? Hispanic, Latin, Latin, Latin culture? Latin, I think yeah. Latin would be perfect. What is more difficult in I mean, I know when I went to France, and I thought that everybody in France was so liberated uh, compared to Americans ab- about, like, having mistresses and affairs, and they thought we were just so forward about talking about sex. They don't talk. They, they do it. They just do it. <laughs> they don't talk about the, it. Actually, they're known in offices. Sometimes they'll go into the, uh, into the uh, supply room uh-huh. and do a little, you know... Uh, and then they come out. Go work for the race. Yeah. <laughs> now, Max, I notice your 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 camera only shows you and not Trixie. That's because I'm voice. big. 
I am your conscience. Bambalone. <laughs> well, you can turn the camera. Oh, you in charge I, of that. I should do this. Okay. You're in charge of that camera. No, don't oh, turn no, that. No, that, don't ever turn that. That's the stripper pole. Oh. Yeah. No, just, okay. the, just, this, just the bottom thing, right? You move okay. the camera, and then I'll move. Okay. Oh, hey. There okay. she is. It's just me and my pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's you a giant stripper pole in the middle of our radio studio. Well, if you can actually move a little. Oh, yeah, we have a stripper pole there. <laughs> That's in our way. <clears throat> All right. Well, okay, Alexis so. sounds really great. I'm so excited about the, uh, the, the new Spanish uh, wing of the Institute. And, and thank you for the opportunity of allowing me to work with you guys. Oh, uh, our pleasure, really. I mean, you know, we love to work with uh, with exciting ladies like you and she's really nice i look nice. forward to getting more customers and i look forward to hearing from our hispanic or latino um people so i'm here to serve you and to help you out oh yeah i was going to ask that out. one question what is it that latinas and latinos uh you think the biggest problems that they have um i think it's uh oral oral really I think it's oral. I think a lot of men are afraid to tell their women what they want, and I think a lot of women are afraid to tell their men what they want, and I think they want more oral, and people just don't talk about it. So the men want to get it, and the women want to get it? Or yes, do, do the men sometimes want to give it, and they're afraid to talk about it? Yeah. I don't think if women want to give it, they're afraid to talk about it. They'll just do it. If a woman but, wants know, to give it, she figures her guy wants to receive that, it. I, I think Latinas that think that that's like, oh my God, so gross. And so To give. Right. Yeah. Right. And the men think it's gross, too. Really? Well, sometimes, you yeah, know. But they want to stick their Peter Weeder in it. Well, the face is more intimate in a way. You know, I mean, a lot of people kind of feel cut off at the waist. A lot of people, you know, you're... you're your mouth is right close to your eyes too and some people who feel very guilty about sex or shame that it's shameful mm -hmm. uh they you know they feel that more when they're looking at it and and also they have all this squeamishness about taste and then again some people don't you know taste that Appealing. Lots of fruits and veggies, mostly well, fruits. you know, there is that issue. And if you don't start doing it and communicating about it, then, <clears throat> you know, you continue to have sort of that smell or taste that turns people off, and then nobody knows why it's not going on, and, and exactly. then it just doesn't get done. Exactly. So if you want to get oral... Eat your fruits and veggies. <laughs> well, that's one thing. You know, eat your fruits and veggies, but, you know, that's not at all. And, I mean, there's there's so so many aspects. I mean, certainly if you eat asparagus, then your pea is going to taste a little rancid if you want to. True, and tomatoes, smell, actually. Yeah. So it's not all veggies are, are that great for the body fluid. Celery, celery. Celery, right. Celery. And, and pineapple. Uh, pineapple. Okay. And pineapple. Pineapple. And according to the Menendez brothers who were forced to give head to their dad, not to bring up incest in any kind of a, a, a positive way. It was really bad if it happened. Uh, but they said that, uh, that they would put cinnamon in their dad's coffee so that um, his cum would taste okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, cinnamon works. I mean, that's one. <coughs> yep. okay. Yeah, okay. We always drink cinnamon coffee around here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. our fancy coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah. 
so uh, so yeah oral sex is something that it bears discuss discussing it's it's got issues you know I mean people have shame issues about it and they also have legitimate body hygiene issues that yeah. sometimes need to be discussed so if you want to do it and and there's a concern about odor maybe you should try doing it in the shower or the bath or you know or as soon as you know they take in the shower right yeah. fresh out the shower is the best yeah yeah or get them in the shower yeah Ooh. there you go but you might but drown I think people have to be honest about it you know and not get their feelings hurt and I didn't say to give head underwater, although I have a client that really likes that, the giving head underwater. Really? Oh, my God. He's got a fetish for giving head underwater and getting head underwater, and it's not easy to find a woman to do that. Yeah, but he's, do, he's found him a few times. Yeah. Wow. And there's some great underwater sex uh, on online. It's just this beautiful, ethereal sure. thing. Right? I'm, I'm sure. Just floating and swirls and things. I like sex in water, but not underwater. Mm, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. You know, you got to hold your breath for a while. The underwater sex videos, they, they somehow compile these clips. Anyway, uh, underwater sex, um, yeah, uh, oral sex, all kinds of sex in English and Spanish. That is uh, right. That's what I'm av here for. Available at the Dr. Susan Block Institute. Ask for Alexis. Right. Yeah. Do you have certain times that you're on, Alexis? I, you know, it kind of it, varies. Um, sometimes I'm on in the morning, sometimes at night, sometimes on the weekend. So just give me a call and hopefully I'll be around. All right. I try to be, I try to be around as much as possible. Let's do I it like again in, in English and Spanish. Call 310-568-0066. There you go. And Espanol, por favor. Claro que sí, aquí los espero. Uh, the number, call 310-568-0066. 310 568-5-6-8-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
I'm in the United <laughs> Nations of sex here. Yeah, go oh, on. I forgot the number. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Ah, cinque otto, cinque, five, eight, six. No, no, no. Three, one, zero. Right. Three, zero, uno. Five, six, eight. Cinque. Six, eight. Zero, zero, six, eight. That's got three sixes in it because we are devilish. Va bene. Allora. So, uh, yeah, and you can tweet tu at parli in Radio Suzy io parlo italiano. Right. You can tweet at Radio Suzy One. You can tweet us. Tweet. That's not Italian. Oh, that's okay. And that's R A D I O S U Z Y One. How do you say twatter in it? Twatare. 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 Hey, I haven't had any drinks yet, and I'm sounding crazy. Yeah, I know. What's going on here? I don't know. Uh, There's no alcohol in the studio. No, there isn't. There isn't. It's a uh, teetotaling studio tonight. Mm. Uh. <laughs> All right. So uh, in that state of mind, we turn to you, Captain Max. Yes. In our ongoing unfolding <clears throat> memoirs of Captain Max. Captain Max. We last left <clears throat> Captain Max uh, at... I think around the age of 15. I mean, we fast-forwarded. So really at the age of 15, actually, yeah. I was uh, traveling yes. with, in vaudeville with yes. a bunch of chorus girls. <laughs> and every morning, which it was very much like the speakeasy, every morning at 3 o'clock when we got up in the afternoon, yeah. it was good morning. Good morning. We all said good morning to each other. And I had breakfast with a bunch of hookers. And a bunch of chorus girls. But didn't you say it in Italian? What? Buongiorno. 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 Right. Buongiorno a tutti, eh? Va bene. Allora. Allora. Cosa, and the, the next question was, cosa si mangia? Okay. What did you eat? What are we going to eat? Oh, yeah. What, what are we going to eat? That's very important right. for right. Italians. Right. What are we going to yeah. eat? It's back to oral sex. Right. Yeah. And then the hookers would tell all their stories about their johns. Mm. Yeah. And I was... 15, 16 years old, and I would listen to this information and listen to all their stories and getting busted and uh, and all the fetishes and so forth. And it was very exciting because I got a lot, a lot of sex. I was a nice, strapping young yes, man. Yes, you and were I did, strapping. And, <clears throat> You're still strapping. And I had a ducktail, and I did... Uh, but you weren't so much of a bombalone. No, I was a skinalone. <laughs> You were a string beanalini. <laughs> string beanalini. Yeah, you were getting a lot of action. That's right. And during those days, you had to, church, the church had a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. So when you checked into a hotel, you know, you had to show your ID, like you do now, by the way, in the United States, which you never had to do. Now you have to do it. But you couldn't go to people's rooms. Like if you were a man. Yeah. Unless you were married, you couldn't go. Into someone else's room. Really? Right. So I would crawl along the hallway. Ooh. On my hands and knees. <laughs> to get to, to get, your lover's room. Right. <laughs> and try to get past the, the front desk. So <clears throat> tell us so, about... And one night, one night, yeah. one of the chorus girls wanted to get to my room, but she couldn't go past the, the, um, the, the, front, desk? the, the front desk. So she went out on the ledge, one of oh. these old buildings, you know, beautiful. And she crawled 
along the ledge, pulled up my window, right, and then hit me with a shoe <laughs> on my head. I was dead asleep. <laughs> wow. That's one alarm clock. Yeah. And she said, when are you going to have sex with me? Mm. And she was just beautiful. She was a Slavic of some sort. She came in through the bathroom yeah. window. Yeah. She came through, not the bathroom, but she came Your through. Your bedroom my, window. My bedroom window. Wow. Now, that's that's great. From throwing Kleenex out the bathroom window. No, it weren't Kleenex. Just, <laughs> Those just pieces of paper. Pieces of paper out your window to having a beautiful hooker, right. or not hooker, but a chorus girl come yeah. into your window. Yeah. Frisk that's her a, life to get into your window. <laughs> and did you have sex that night? I did. I did. That's a fantasy come true. I did have sex. A girl coming in through your window? It only happened once fantasy. in my life. They say that, you know, lovers don't just drop in through the chimney like Santa, but his came in through well, the window. Well, you know, if it was more restrictive here and you couldn't go into somebody else's room, you'd probably have that happen to you all the time. Mm, true. Now mm. they just you know, they send climb, you a text. Walk in. <laughs> climb over the balcony. Yeah. They might send you a text first. Hey, I'm coming in through the balcony. <laughs> Hey, I'm at your door. Open it. <laughs> now, if you're sleeping, though, because I noticed that around Bonoboville, <laughs> I said, did you did you get a hold of uh, Bennett? Yeah, I sent him a text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's sleeping. <laughs> well, I'll send him another text. Uh, uh, no, go knock okay. on the door. <laughs> and then if go that fails, <laughs> hit his head with your shoe. Yeah. No, don't do that. Wouldn't recommend that. Okay. Anyway, so it was a very exciting time. It was? Yeah. And I think I had sex with just about every nationality, Greek, every German. Na- see, United Nations. And then I fell in love. I fell in love with this German Nazi girl. Oh. Right. An and Italian Jew and a German Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> and He wasn't Jewish then. No, oh. he was Jewish. Catholic. I was oh. still he Catholic. He converted to Judaism. That's later right. in his life. Later oh, in okay. Life. So anyway, so I started, you know, having an affair with her which went on for several months and she would bite my nipples ah. really hard <laughs> until I screamed oh wow yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah so there you have it and uh, she really tortured me and then and who was <clears throat> the one that farted when she came oh that was a French woman a very rich <laughs> no no German woman actually. I thought that was a German yeah. yes but a different one she was one of the she's a big uh, uh, like Onassis uh, German ship owner and she was partners <clears throat> with my father and uh, they were staying at the hotel um, I can't remember very very expensive hotel and my dad said you know you should go over there and you know have sex with her because she's a good client. Right. And she Perfect. likes young guys. So oh. I went over there. He pimped you out. Your dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, out. he was great at that. I love my dad. So I, I, go, I go over there, and the hotel's going to come to mind because it's a very famous, beautiful hotel. And I went over there, and I had... And where is this? In New York City. Oh, okay. So I went over The Waldorf? There. No, not the Waldorf. Uh, the, per, per, the Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel Perrier. No. That would be nice. Let's start something like that. Anyway, so I go up there, and she doesn't speak English. I don't speak German. So I'm speaking Italian. She's speaking French, and we're making love. And And then she starts farting, right? Mm. In what position? Just so people know not to I, do that. I was on top. You were on top. Yeah, I was on top. And that made the farts come out. I guess. <laughs> right. And so, 
and so and as so, you thrusted, she would yeah, fart. I would, she Too would much fart. pressure. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> now, was I, this a, a a butt fart or a pussy fart? N- no, this was a butt fart. Oh my god! <laughs> Did they stink? Uh, a little bit. Oh my god! Only only a young guy, a young horny guy, could put up with that. Unless you're a fetishist, you know there are some fart fetishists. But the best part was that every time she farted, she would say, "Oh, pardon." <laughs> oh, pardon. This is okay, you know, so go and fart, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I go home. At least she was polite. And my right. father right away said, okay, well, what happened? Did, did, did you have sex with her? I said, yeah. And I said, Dad, she farted. She kept farting while I was, you know, having sex with her. And she kept saying, oh, pardon, pardon. <laughs> so my father's a real wise guy. So she gets to the office in the morning. He says, oh, pardon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pardon. (laughs) Yeah, he was terrible with that kind of stuff. Oh, she must have been embarrassed. So anyway, the German girl cut off the affair. And there's a good little Italian boy. Because you kissed and told. Right? (laughs) Good little Italian boy. I was in the street, in this little narrow street. And she was in the little hotel. And I was crying. Aww. You're crying in the streets. Ingrid, I love you. The whole fucking the farting. Neighborhood. No, no, no. The, the, this was the uh, the German one in. Oh, the one that bit yeah, your nipples. Yeah, yeah, right. There's two so, Germans, right? Okay. So yeah, the, you gotta watch out for those German women. Mm. You. They the, scar you and they fart all over you. They fart you. on you. They bite you. I have a little German. Yeah. Now, speaking of me, so. let's go back to your a little earlier childhood when you were sitting under a tree. This is a little romantic story. Well, yeah, I'd love to tell this story because everybody asks me and they say, when did you meet Susan? And this I is haven't a, heard this story. No, you haven't heard? No. 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 Okay, so I met Susan when I was eight years old, approximately. Aww. Maybe I was a little older. I wasn't even born yet. No, I was older than that, actually. I was... It was right before I went to uh, back to Italy. I was maybe 14 or 13. Mm. And I was sitting in Montclair, New Jersey, uh, and uh, um, under, my pine, uh, under a pine tree. Okay. And pine. Oh, let's yeah, all take pine cones. Like a pine, under a pine mm. tree. And they smell like cinnamon. Yeah, by the way, Mar's been to my if house. If we ate the cinnamon, we would be good with oral sex. Mar, Mar went to my house. Yes, yes, because Mars from she's Montclair. from Montclair, New Jersey, mm-hmm. right? So I was sitting under this big pine tree, and mm. a little boy, and I'm going, "Who am I going to marry? What will she be like?" Oh, I was kind of dreaming, and I had my dog next to me. And was I that s- Robert? No, no, no. This was Kiss of Mohawk. Kiss, Kiss of, of Mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> what kind Don't of name? What is the name? <laughs> It was a boxer, okay? Okay. And we got him at Lake Mohawk. <laughs> Kiss of Mohawk? Kiss of Mohawk. That was his name. What did you call him for short? Kiss. I don't know. That was Kiss before Kiss was cool. Right. <laughs> so um, so I see this little blonde girl. Uh-huh. And I'm going, oh, wow. Cute. You know? And I and said, the, where did you see her? In my mind. Oh. Just in my head. I was kind of daydreaming. It was a summer day. It was beautiful, you know? And uh, so I see this little blonde girl. And I said, what is her name? And I'm trying to figure out. 
could it be in my name? And I tried to all these different, couldn't figure it out. So move ahead many years later, <clears throat> right before I got arrested in Rhode Island, <laughs> which was my 23rd bust, um, <clears throat> I had gone to look at a new house that we were going to live in. I've always lived in these wonderful, strange places. <clears throat> and when I came back, when I was driving there, in my limousine, by the way, <clears throat> we were on a Connecticut country road, okay? And we come to a light in the middle of nowhere. Or it was a stop sign or a light or a flashing light. And I looked out the window, and there was a poster there, and it said, Plastic Cash. A play. In, in Hartford or wherever it was. And I said to my wife, I said, we have to go see that. Because we were real radical, anti-plastic people. Mm. You know. Is this just the beginning of the debit card? <laughs> right, the debit card. <laughs> so we weren't going to have any of that because that wasn't natural. <laughs> and but you're getting ahead. This is way beyond when you were a little boy. This is another one of the well, stories. It's part of the story. But there's many parts to the story. Well, you don't. I mean, the, the, under the tree doesn't. Uh, the, but under the tree, some voice told you that your wait a minute, this love is my story <laughs> would be inside <laughs> of your name. Yeah, right. It would okay. be inside. You would meet right, but I couldn't figure a that love out. Right. Whose name was inside of your That's name? Correct. Your name being Lubkovitz. Right. So you know. Then there were other signs along the way, well, one I, of which I, was plastic cash. Well, I was telling that story. I know, but it's it's a long story. If you well, that's all right. That. We, we have time. <laughs> <laughs> I like stories. But yeah, it's a good story. It's a nice story. So uh, okay, well, okay, go ahead, go ahead. But then you should tell the story with the mask too. But never mind. Well, I'm going to tell it. If you don't <laughs> keep stop interrupting me, we're going to run out of time here. So. I drive back in, in the limousine, and I get arrested. We all get arrested. So that's the end of that day, and we move forward many years later. And I am on an airplane <clears throat> flying from Italy to New York. And a woman sits down next to me, and I hear that she has an Italian accent speaking English. So I said, well, where are you from? And she says, well, I'm Italian. I said, well, I'm Italian also, so what are you doing? And she says, well, I, I, I have a school where I teach people to make masks. I said, oh. And she says, what do you do? I said, well, I publish uh, <coughs> sex papers. She says, oh, wow. And so we... She's an artist. She understands. <coughs> yeah, she was very cool. <laughs> We're getting into New York, and she goes into her purse and pulls out a little mask little brass mask. She says, I want to give this to you. Don't lose this. Okay. Thank you very much. We land <clears throat> New York. I have the mask. And I do my business, and many years go by. And I meet a girl by the name of Susan Block. And I fall in love immediately. Now I'm married and I'm very, you know, proper. I fall in love with her. I never go to her house. But wait, when you first met me, did you realize my wait. name was inside of your name? No. You didn't, mm. re you didn't think did about that. Where did you meet that. her at? 
She came to sell me an ad for her, for her new radio show. That's right, Dr. Susie. <laughs> sales. <laughs> now, she sent us, wait a minute, she sent a salesman, right? He and, didn't and, sell it, though. Yeah, this, this old Jewish guy. And I said, Actually, I don't, he wasn't Jewish at was all. He, he was, was a he? big fat wasp. Oh, was he a fat yeah. wasp? Okay. So Maybe Irish. He says no. So she shows up a few days later. <laughs> if you want something done, you send Dr. Susie. <laughs> In shorts. And Banana I'm, Republic. <laughs> was very new then. You and still have those pants. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I wore them the other day. You wore them. So I, I bought the ad, you know, but when we became friends and I was married and finally then one day I get to her house, right, right before my divorce. Yes, it was the night, uh, yeah. it was like a, a, a holiday night or close to the holidays. Yeah, yeah, close to the holidays. And uh, I brought you a bottle of, of whiskey. Right. <clears throat> okay. That somebody gave to me and I passed on to you. Cost <laughs> <laughs> effective gifts. So... I knock on the ring the bell, and Susan comes to the door, and I'm really nervous because I really like her. And we haven't had sex yet. We haven't had se- we haven't done it. We smoked a joint together once. <laughs> In so, the car, my car. Yeah. And she opens the door. My joint too. <laughs> she opens the door, and I I look on the wall, and there's a poster, and it says plastic cash. Weird. And I said to her, no, wait a minute. What is that? Where'd you get that? (laughs) She says, oh, I was in this play, Connecticut. And I said, no, no, look, it can't be. (laughs) She says, come on in. And I walk in. I walk into her living room. Over the fireplace is the poster of the mask that the woman gave me on the airplane. Super weird. And it still makes my skin turn. (laughs) And I said, what is that? (laughs) I I thought I was in some kind of trap in (laughs) outer space. (laughs) She says, oh, uh, well, I went to school in Italy with this woman, and she taught people how to make Arlecchino masks. And I said, I know that woman. Paola Sartori? Sartori. I said, I know, I, I know that woman. I have that mask sitting on my desk, and I'll show it to you. And she's like, what, what are you, bullshitting me? Yeah. I still think he is because he yeah. lost the mask, actually. I go, well. Those are the instructions <laughs> were not to lose the mask. Right. <laughs> he lost it. I went to find this mask on my desk that had been sitting there for years, and the mask was gone. But Susan was left, and her name is Block. And B-L-O-C-K is in my last name. Right, in Lubkovitz. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. That's how I met her. It was fate. That is such a cute you story. You know, a lot of couples, I think, put together the pieces of their, their romance Don't in a fateful way. Don't be little my romance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you can do this too. All you have to do is... Paul no, you can't. no, you can't. My lover's it's name. It's very difficult. Right. And Trixie Plenty. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> the love of my life. Who could it be? <laughs> anyway, enough stories. But that's one of my very deep It is very deep. Things it is. Because and people we still, I, I have not lost my plastic cash poster or my mask of uh, Sartori. And both of those things are sitting in her office. Yes. That's right. Testaments. Testaments to fate. To our fate. We had it's to be destiny. together. 
Mm. But so, why'd you marry the other two wives? They didn't have names inside of your name. No. But <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a red flag right there, right, That should have been a red flag. <laughs> but I could never figure it out. Mm. I tried. You can never figure out true love. It just happens. Mm, yeah. So. But you have to open yourself up to it. You have to open yourself up to it. Because it happened with us, life. but we were with other people. So we closed ourselves off to it. under a pine tree in Montclair, New Jersey in 1956, 55. I, I wasn't even alive. I'm That's barely right. alive. That's right. Yeah, you were to me that you came to this world. Ah. <laughs> I think he's trying That's to weird. sort of make like he That's created weird. me. Now, right. You know, like That's Adam's <laughs> rib. I came out of his mind. <laughs> I came out of his name. <laughs> There's some ownership there. I think that crosses a few boundaries in California state law. Anyway, where's the eggnog? Oh, yeah. Where's that stuff? Drinks. Eggnog. Drinks. uh, Okay, yeah. And I think we're going to take uh, a little break. Okay. um, And we're going to come back with one of our male therapists and possibly one of the female therapists. Okay. Possibly. Let's see. Possibly. You need Uh, to talk with someone. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's okay. Go ahead. But you're supposed to bring me music first, right? The music right? first. The music so first, so I can gracefully yeah. exit. Oh, here it is. All right. So we're gonna go to a commercial. So okay. don't come yet, and don't go away. We'll be right back. of religious sexual abuse? Has your sex life been hurt, warped, or excessively repressed by a strict religious anti-sex upbringing? Are you concerned that an unhealthy fundamentalist or orthodox environment is distorting or destroying your sexuality, your marriage, or your life in general? The Dr. Susan Block Institute specializes in treating victims of religious sexual abuse. For information about our telephone sex therapy services, Call 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497. That's 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497. You won't go to hell for it, but you just might feel a lot better. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to drsusie.tv and Radio Suzy One, broadcasting live from Bonoboville here at LAX and uh, you can call us at 310-568-0066 you can also tweet at us at Radio Suzy 1 R-A-D-I-O-S-U-Z-Y 1 and uh, we're back so Captain Max do you have your microphone there? Uh, and I believe that uh, we're we're talking to some other of our sex therapists. 
So, uh, do we have Christopher on the line? I'm here. Hello, Christopher. Hi, Dr. Susie. So, you are a new sex therapist, a telephone sex therapist, with the Dr. Susan Block Institute. And uh, you've done a couple of calls, right? I've done two. Two, right. Yep. So, you're brand new, pretty new. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think used to the uh, echo here. Yeah, why do you have an echo? Uh, well, I have both the headpiece uh, on the phone and then the uh, headset. So, but, well, uh, maybe you okay. shouldn't do that, Christopher, naughty boy. You should, uh, you know, kind of listen on just on on the phone. Yeah, turn down the 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 there broadcast. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you Are go. Are you there? I am here. That's right. I can't hear you now. Now you I can't apologize. hear me. Okay. Uh, well, you don't have to apologize because I think we have to get my voice going somehow so he can hear. Test, he test, can't test. hear. Can you hear Max? Can you hear me? Now I can't hear him. Can I have a headset back, please? Mm, maybe you turn the wrong thing down. Are you there, Dr. Susie? I am here. We're here. Oh, okay, so I can hear you again, but I do have an echo, but uh, okay. I'll get through it. I apologize. Okay, so you can hear now. I can hear. Okay, now I hear an echo. Is that on our recording? No? Okay. So, uh, so now, don't, of course, divulge any personal information about our clients because, of course, it's very confidential. But uh, tell us about just your experience being a therapist, why you decided you wanted to become a telephone sex therapist with the Institute. Well, thanks to you, Dr. Susie, having invited me uh, to become a therapist. It's been a situation where... Uh, a culmination of variables have con- has basically uh, coalesced, come together, and here I am, and, and journeying down a new path of uh, broadening and, and enlightening um, my journey. Um, it's interesting uh, to the extent where a lot of what I'm counseling. Uh, therapist or, or patients, rather. You can call them clients. They're not clients. sick. Yeah. Well, most sick. of them aren't sick. <laughs> well, it was interesting. Uh, we're, we're off the Nazi Germany uh, titty, titty sex farting, uh, but you were mentioning a lot of the ther- or the clients have uh, fetishes, uh, fart fetishes, in fact. And, oh, we're back to farting. I thought we'd sort of dispensed with that subject. <laughs> No, that's okay. I guess it's a theme well, tonight. Yeah. Okay, so you you have it's some new, farting going on. Um, yeah, well, I'm familiar with the, <laughs> the concept, but uh, to actually engage. I think a, we're all familiar it's a, it's with the concept. It's actually a very it is, popular it concept. It is a human uh, <laughs> yeah. activity. I was hoping maybe you could uh, elaborate a bit more uh, of the psychology I, on those situations where uh, clients have the desire, uh, the need uh, to feel the, that type of scenario. 
Uh, you're asking me when clients want fart fantasies or fetishes or yeah. when, yeah. when, when it turns them on, you know, right. um, of course. Uh, and I mean, I think it, it turns people on for a number of reasons. Of course, one reason being it's so taboo. <clears throat> a lot of things that make people giggle make some people excited, right. you know, and a lot of things that are taboo make some people excited. It's that transgression thing. Sex is friction. Sex is not when everything is acceptable. There's always right. something unacceptable. So farting is very unacceptable. We learn that as children. <laughs> it, we're not supposed to do it. it. It sounds funny and it smells bad. You, you can't do it till you get older. Mm. Unless you're German. Right, unless you're German. Then you can fart in. Cheers. Time. Cheers. We've got our eggnog. Yeah. Oh, I got eggnog. Yeah. Mm. And well, it's, it's um, pumpkin eggnog. Yes. And what's interesting? Well, it's, it's interesting from my vantage point as a therapist, just only because some of these fantasies I personally wouldn't engage in. Um, but such yeah, as farting. Such as farting. But then why uh, did you want to talk about it? Well, because the client is wanting to talk oh, about it. Oh, you've got a client that wants right. to. I see. I see. You should have said that in the first place because I was starting my, to think, okay, Christopher, you know. My apologies. Right. No, no, that's fine. Okay. So yeah. you, one of your clients is into, and, and he wants you to fart, or does he just want you to well, talk about it? Well, uh, both, yes, uh, for fart noises. And he is a bit into scat play, um, ah. which is another interesting uh, journey. Uh, mm -hmm. Not one that I'm familiar with, but it, what I find myself being the conduit to is the um, whatever is helping that person achieve orgasm or and uh, or enlightenment. joy and enlightenment through do right. orgasm, right? Well, that's what uh, telephone sex therapy right. is. Right. You know, it's a combination of mental, physical, now, I, do you know spiritual discovery. Right. Do you actually know? Just out of curiosity, because I'm going to tell you something in a moment, what this person does for a living? I don't. No. Okay. Don't. So, the all fart the, fetishist. All these kinds of things that, that have to do with urine, uh, farting, um, uh, poo poo, and all of that stuff, okay, is practiced. It, it, the people that have these kinds of fantasies, I'll tell you who they are. They're janitors, people that clean toilets and stuff. Nurses are notorious for their really? scat, yeah, notorious for their scat fantasies. Um, in fact, in New York many years ago, I received, when I was publishing a, 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 my magazine, I received a bunch of scat photos, and the guy had turds on his head, mm. and he had turds. He was a nurse. But that's going beyond farting. No, I mean, well, no, let me, th there was a scat. Yeah, that's scat. okay, yeah, but that's no, we were scat. talking about yeah. scat. Well, yeah. we are. Right, not farting. The mm. scat, this is actually, you know. Anyway, those kinds of people are generally, I found over the years uh, in publishing many, many letters and so forth. Uh, people who are involved with that <clears throat> sort yeah. of material. Just, just yes, like, we are having yeah. a scholarly discussion just about like, Just like... Poop. It's uh, true. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with uh, most pedophiles are teachers or people that work with children now, closely. Now, hang on, hang on. You're Priests. generalizing a lot. You're generalizing yeah, I, I, a lot. Yeah, and gen I must say that mm. I have clients that are in all different professions who yeah. are interested in all of these things. So the, Yeah, but mostly people that work tend to go to the kind of work that 
might allow them or the to, opposite sometimes they yes, they gravitate to but, something but that mostly, will be the opposite right, mostly like, they gravitate like a lot of cross dressers okay. want to be you know firemen or uh, CEOs and or in fact officers. a lot of firemen or cross dressers right because so it's kind of the truck opposite. drivers yeah yeah but that's the same thing as you said you just made a general statement i'm just saying that there's complexity well, yeah, it's, complex, right? it's complex, but uh, you can also get it down to some pretty basic facts. You know? But I think that, you know, when it comes to <clears throat> scat and even farting and the fetish for that, from my experience, of course, maybe it's because telephone sex therapy is kind of expensive and there aren't a lot of janitors that can afford it. Uh, so, you know, I'm talking to more of the lawyers and accountants and... Uh, politicians and movie stars that are into it and there are some famous movie stars that are into it partly because it's so out there you know and as movie stars they're like everything is beautiful everything is fantastic everything is fabulous and i just want somebody to shit on me you know something just so i i we won't mention we won't mention the name no we won't mention one particular one that likes to get under glass under the glass under a glass table table, and the, the woman sits on top and that's her thing. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this is a guy who's like a multimillionaire and uh, pretty fabulous. And he just wants the anti-fabulous thing on his face. With a layer of glass in between. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's important. I just want to see it. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> well, and that's why a, a, lot of people, a lot of people fantasize about it, but they don't really wanted it it's like that's too much so they do like to talk about it or have it with a glass in between or some sort of thing that that isn't quite well did did you hear now they just busted this company okay who is running children's films they got 32 priests they got a hundred and something teachers they got they were all in that kind of field and six police officers Mm. They were arrested. I think they arrested 300 of them, most of them working with children. Yeah, I think that's really unfortunate because, uh, you know, our schools are so paranoid. I mean, and, and teachers are not even allowed to touch children because of this. Because of that, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. yeah because everybody's so and that scared. And that causes and children, other problems. Children get touch deprivation. They're there all day, and nobody's allowed to touch them. So it's kind of a tough uh, situation. So, uh, so Christopher. Yes. Uh, so, what else have you dealt with in your uh, telephone sex therapy experience so far? So far. That's of interest. Yeah. Well, that's. Um, I would say that's probably the most extreme at this point, uh, only because it, it it really puts me in the position of uh, stepping out and creating uh, and helping. Because for me personally. Uh, if I were to smell those bodily uh, excretions while engaging and attempting to uh, uh, heighten my arousal, it, it wouldn't happen. Right. Well, that's the beauty of the phone. Right. Is that, you know, you can engage in anything, really, in all these taboo things. I mean, that's why I feel, as a sex therapist myself, over the phone, that anything is fair game. 
anything can be talked about in the erotic theater of the mind. Whereas for me, you know, in person or webcam has definite limits. Well, it also, it also the telephone allows you to have immediate breakthroughs versus sometimes you have to go to a therapist for 10 years telling them... Before you tell them that you like, yeah, that you like to poop in your pants. Well, first of all, you have to drive there, right? You you know, and then you have to look them in the face to tell them you like to poop in your pants is really tough. And see their facial reaction, and see their facial reaction, and them looking at your pants and wondering if you're ruining their upholstery. And you see the whole subplot. You know, and then afterwards they they put a mat under you before you sit down on the couch there. They just lay a towel down. I mean, over the phone, you can even say you're pooping when you're really not. You're just sort of sitting there. <laughs> right. you know? But you can still enact in the fantasy and role play. And, and, and also, that right. uh, it, it helps that person so he's not pooping all over town. Yeah. Well, exactly. Public service. Exactly. <laughs> Although I do have one client that has a dominatrix that uh-huh. takes him all over town. He wears really? a diaper, and she kind of marches him around, and he poops. Mr. Poopy Pants, right. And, and then she diaper. makes him go... I don't forget if it was the ladies' room or the men's room. But anyway, she changes him in Probably one of those rooms. Probably the ladies' room. She takes a man into the ladies' room? I don't think so. Maybe she's got a special room she goes into. She knows the ones that are empty. <laughs> I don't know. She has a schedule. But somehow she changes him. And I mean, I'm you one know. Of, I'm one of the changing hats tables. Hats off to this lady because she yeah. has to deal with the smell. Right? right? And she has to touch it and clean it. And I don't do diapers. Now that, I think, maybe. You're right. A, a real nurse would, would be the best with that because they're used to it. They're used and to it. And janitors yeah, and stuff. they're used to it. But when it comes to the theater of the mind, I think it goes beyond the nurses and the janitors. And it gets, and, and you know, it goes into just people. The, gener- the general population. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've also- all been toilet trained and <laughs> it's, it's really traumatic. Well, it also feels real good. Well. There, there's nothing that feels better than. Taking a good. Take that good, is yeah. true. Isn't that true? Or a, a hey, good pee. Cheers to you that. Know? Yeah, good How do you pee. spell relief? Well, right. golden <laughs> showers to me is a lot. Is I see I've given golden showers in real life. Mm. Yeah, I, do. I do that in real life. To who? I'm not saying. <laughs> Christopher, what <laughs> has been the most exciting phone call that you've had? Which one have you it's enjoyed? It's only had two. Well, yeah, what, yeah. What would be your trying to find out what scenario? What's your perfect phone call? What's well, uh, that's a that's a great question, Trixie. I'm not really sure at the moment, only because uh, I'm looking forward to all of these unknowns uh, of an exploration. <coughs> I feel like um, the, the the entity that is awaiting to blossom uh into whoever it's waiting fantasy, to blossom whatever whatever no no whatever that's, that's nice right is, is, is being presented i want to be able to fulfill and explore that journey so the person and the connection meet and you're a guide you're a guide guide right and essentially, right. they're also a guide because they right. tell you where right. they want right. to go, and then you have to and they take you on, find a way right. to take them there. Both they, go yeah, exploring. It's a, it's, a, it's a handshake. You, know, you, you, you explore handshake. with them, then they explore with right. you. Right. No, that, that's, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And that, you learn yeah. so much. And I, I will tell you this. After you do this for a couple of years, you will never look at humanity the same way. Nope. No, it's like... It's much more exciting. It's, it's like a, undressing people yeah, it's, mentally. It's literally. Sexuality, the sexuality that we've been taught has nothing to do with the reality of the sexuality. 
In other words, we are fed through the media uh, and through our schools a, a an ideal sort of sexuality. Oh, I don't know. You know, yeah. Anthony Weiner seems like he could be easily one of our clients. Well, he's... <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Yeah. He's quite an exception. It, but actually, <laughs> Anthony, funny. bring your wiener over here, baby. Come on. <laughs> we'll we'll help you, you out. That. Interesting we, that you would say that, Dr. Susie, because, you know, if, you, if we put this into perspective, he is absolutely your perfect client. And if he had been a client, perhaps he would still be in Congress. Perhaps. Representing uh, uh, his people and constituents. He, he might. People That's like correct. Uh, That's uh, correct. I believe so, and I'm not going to tell which members of Congress are our clients and have managed to keep their jobs. Yeah, the, the problem with Anthony is, of we course, he has, he has no problem <laughs> with it all. He Who def- knows? He def- no, he, he's actually a very funny guy. I, I saw him. I've watched him debate. His, he was on, what's that, uh, Henley, Hendy, that television show? Hannity. Hannity. Hen- oh, jeez. Uh, it was a great, great piece. Oh, was he a, wiped the he floor just, with Hannity. He wiped the guy's ass, I'm telling you. Oh, hey, back to uh, poop fantasies <laughs> right there. You don't want to like say he nice wiped his circle. ass. No, he had him wipe his, his ass. ass right, <laughs> right, the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was very funny, you know. Yeah, so, so, uh, so it, it, it does expand your sexual horizons, being a telephone sex therapist with us. And, uh, of course, you know, since this... Our institute is run by a woman. I think that most of the clients are men who are calling to speak to women. Uh, we do have some women that call to speak to women also. I know, ladies call. Well, ladies do call. They mostly want to speak to women, but every once in a while they want to speak to a man. Yeah. And every once in a while the men want to speak to a man. Yep. So like you get both sides of the spectrum here. So Christopher is here. And, and we have a couple other male therapists. I mean, so... Uh, so, you know, I mean, a lot of times guys that, um, you know, basically consider themselves straight and they're kind of culturally straight, so to speak. They might even be married, uh, but they have fantasies about guys. There's nothing wrong with exploring. And I think that it's a little bit s- men feel safer exploring with a man over the phone so they can at least feed the fantasy and feed the need without yeah. having to be put in that stereotypical box right. of, oh, I did something, quote-unquote, gay. Right. See, it's not quite as taboo as poop, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, because I've heard some stories. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of taboo to to have, you know, same sex. I mean, it, it is in very many cultures, mm-hmm. especially the cultures that call us from, you know, Kansas to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I True. mean, we get people from cultures who, you know, I mean, where just being with someone of the same sex is punishable by death. So it's it's pretty serious stuff. So, And yet it's such a natural thing to fantasize about. And some of them might be gay, you know, at heart, so to speak, and some of them just have this fantasy among the many different fantasies that they have. It's like a tapestry. Um, there's a lot of guys who are... Uh, quote-unquote straight. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, they really want to be with a girl. They want to date girls. They don't want to date guys. They don't want to kiss guys. But they have a cock fetish. They have a dick fetish, right? Yeah. They do. We talk to a lot of them. 
well, and then there's cock envy that can lead to a cock fetish, or somehow it's all mixed up. I have penis envy. I'm not going to lie. You do? I you do. You want a penis. I, pff, if I had a penis, I'd shove that fucker in everything. <laughs> Whoa, well, then you'd be in jail. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's a good thing you don't have a penis, I'm, you I'm, know. naughty girl. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Makes my you just scared. <laughs> you scared Max just now. I'm sorry. That's why it was destined for me to have a vagina. I but guess. you know, I, I can imagine that a lot of our male clients like talking to you when you talk like that. If I had a penis, I'd shove that fucker and everything. <laughs> me too, mistress. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Dirty little bitch. <laughs> oh my God! There are just so many guys that like to be a dirty little bitch. And those are my favorite calls. <laughs> are they? Because you're, of course, one of our finest telephone sex therapists. Aww, you're our manager. Thanks. And, of course, Trixie is a telephone sex therapist with the Institute as well. Yes, I am. And so you like the dirty little bitch calls, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty good dominatrix. Mm. Well, at least I'm getting my dom card. <laughs> now, do you prefer to say you're a guy with a dick, or do you like to say I'm wearing my strap on? Oh, no, I'm very much appreciative of my femininity and being a woman. Oh, I think okay. being a woman is very powerful. Right. And I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, my dick is pretty big, but it's detachable. <laughs> How big it. is your dick? Let's hear some measurements. What's the measurement? How big is that thing? I'm, my me, dick. Yeah, I'm moving, my I'm, dick. I'm moving back a little bit. <laughs> I'm moving forward. You notice I'm moving forward? <laughs> Give you some room. I'll whip it up for you, too. <laughs> I got this All dick right, handle back. on my pipe dreams. I'm whip back. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. I didn't hear the measurement. Oh, my dick is nine and a half inches. Nine and a half. That's a good size. You know, it's average. I mean, it's... No, it's than not average. I think it's average. No, I think average is five to seven. <laughs> Don't warp these poor guys' minds that are listening. They're I'm sorry. Average I have a biased is five opinion. to seven inches. You know, and a lot of guys have this dick fetish. Why? Because they look at a lot of porn. And, of course, because a lot of the sex toys are huge. Both. So, I mean... I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's just the, the world we live in. Yeah, you know? but I love my dick. My dick. <laughs> yeah. My dick. There you have it. All right. Yay. <laughs> Great team, Dick. That, right? <laughs> that is a great song. Hashtag we love Lady that Dick. Song. <laughs> so, uh, have you gotten any of those calls yet, Christopher? Uh, dick calls, yes. Um, <laughs> well, with, <laughs> with you've only with, had two calls, the, right? I know. Of the two calls, uh, they both had dick problems, dick, dick, dick problems. issues, dick issues, uh, dick, issues. <laughs> um, dick exploration. Right. Uh -huh. uh, and yours is about twelve inches, right? Well, no, no, and I'm not okay with that. No, no, it's about quite twelve mm. inches. Uh, not quite. Up about seven. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, seven. Okay. Good. Well, that is a good size. Yeah. yeah. Mine's the upper twelve. Upper end of average. Yeah. You have to keep part of yours in storage. <laughs> no, no, you know what? No, with me, it's, uh, when it's cold, it's really small. When it's, yeah, of course, right. Oh, it's yeah. a grower, not a shower. Right. It's a grower. It's a grower, not a precisely. Whereas, ladies. Right. We never have shrinkage. No. See? Always. <laughs> what is this? Like Always come prepared. Nine. Mm. 
can you always bring your lube just in case? Mine has a big head. I don't need lube. Yeah, you know, and you know what? A lot of and because I've seen a lot of these porn stars, especially the ones that have those big wangers. Yeah. Mm. Some of them can't really get it hard. Well, they you know, use uh, chemicals. Yeah. Well, if, or, or they'll use chemicals. Or, or, a, or use, a lot of them do. Or they'll use an old technique of just squeezing I'm it. I'm not going to say who, but a few blood. of those porn stars, when they're on my show and the girls all, you know, strip down and get 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 kinky, and then the guy's like, all right, and he strips down, and he's not there, and he says to me, why didn't you tell me, uh, you know, I, I would have taken my drugs, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, you you know, this show is where you perform if you want. Well, working in the sex industry, not to kill Santa Claus for anybody, but, you know, there's a lot of stopping and starting, and then pose, pose, pose. Oh, picture. yeah, I sympathize with them, totally, you know? uh, totally, I mean, they, they they have a lot of, it's, it's, it's kind of heavy it's lifting, tough, you know. Yeah, a lot of stopping and starting and getting the right shot, and right? Uh, so to speak. Fluffers can only do so much, Dr. Susie. <laughs> True, you know? and But, you know, these, these clients of ours and the clients represent a certain percentage of the general population. Um, they're getting a lot of information from porn, and uh, that's where their sex education comes from more, uh, right. much more than the sex education programs at schools, really. That's t- yeah, yeah, I learned all my good shit watching porn. Well, and, and they're afraid to talk about porn at school. So we're a place for you guys to talk about porn, you know, because you watch it and you should understand how much to take seriously. Right. You Some know? of it's for just sparkle and jazz. Sparkle and jazz. Yeah. But, you know, that's so much fun, sparkle and jazz. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's illusion, a lot of it. You Some know. things that look good don't feel good. Anyway, we, we have been actually the leaders in, in telephone sex therapy because 20-some-odd years ago when we started, it was unheard of. And to this day, um, a lot of therapists, it's, they, they cannot... Um, uh, do therapy over the phone. Yeah, I mean, we're not only the leaders, we're really the only ones right. doing it. Pretty because, much. I mean, because I, the know. only ones where you have a PhD, actually a, a director with two PhDs, Ooh. and also just the freedom to do this exploration of the erotic theater of the mind via phone sex and via webcam therapy. Uh, so you can get serious help, you can get, you know, uh, analysis, and you can also get your fantasy. I don't know where else yeah. you could do that. And, and and the show, when we do the show, the theater show where people participate, uh, that's like a group therapy. People come to the show in order to, to play out some of these fantasies and actually meet other people. That want to partake in the same fantasy. Yeah, that have common, have common interests. Well, so right, and we're going to be opening up our studio soon. I mean, yeah. we're in this little tiny studio right now. Right now we're okay. in the radio studio. Yeah. So excited for the film studio. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're going to start building that within the next few weeks. Yeah, next few weeks we're going to start Yay. building that. We're building back. the gallery also. Yes. Yeah, we're actually, the next thing we're going to do is put together the gallery. Yes, and mm-hmm. our... Will we be spotlighting uh, upcoming artists or new artists or just our just stockpile of art? Just art we've got here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a bunch of art. There. We've got a bunch of art, erotic and otherwise. We have an, an, an amazing Chachis, collection. Really amazing deals we're going to have, too. 
bargains. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of bargains, uh, you should check out our Marketplace of Possibilities. Oh, yeah. great specials on yeah. the marketplaceofpossibilities.com. Christmas shopping, Hanukkah shopping, um, Thanksgiving <laughs> shopping. shopping. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What is it? Uh, I forgot your birthday shopping. Thanksgivinga <laughs> shopping. Thanksgivinga. Yeah. And uh, New Year's outfits stuff. The the marketplace of possibilities.com. Right. That is correct. <clears throat> also, okay. if you want, spell if it out, no <clears throat> no spaces. If you want some gear, you can go to Cafe Press. You well, don't just say go to Cafe Press. I said you can go to Cafe Press, but you've got to find it. No, you have to Cafe Press slash Bonobo Way. Is that what it is? That is us. Whoa, yeah, wow. slash Bonobo Way. Okay. The Slash the Bonobo Way. Oh, the Bonobo Way? The yeah. Bonobo Way. All this the. The. Okay. We are people. We are a unit. We are the. Okay. <laughs> the, the, not we, just any. Right? We are organic sex. We are organic sex. We're organic. We are. Our sex is organic. <laughs> okay, and, and here's the thing, is we just put up a new porthole. <laughs> is that like a manhole? A port? That's, that's like a man. <laughs> yeah. DrSusanBlock.com got a facelift. Right. Woo. Yeah. That's not me. Sexy. This is all natural. Thanks okay. to... Uh, thanks just the to, website. Uh, thanks to Dr. Abe. Dr. Abe, hey. he's uh, he's totally into facelifting. Face That's right. Lifting. Give your website the facelift yeah. it needs. <laughs> That's your site. Need That's right. We have Bonobo designs that will give your site the kind of facelift our site just got. Yes. Yeah, Bonobo designs. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, Christopher, uh, yes. when are you available? Well, uh, at the moment, it's. Uh, a bit in flux. I'm trying to make myself more available, more regularly. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Okay, but right. you know, so basically, anytime. Basically, anytime. Give us a call and see if you're on. Give us a call at three one zero five six eight zero zero six six. And you only speak English. Do you speak any other languages? One minute left. Uh, no, no, uno language. <laughs> One. <laughs> uno language. <laughs> okay. Well, right. we will call and ask for Christopher if Thank you, Christopher. Uh, you want to talk to a guy. We've also got a Jack guy and. A couple other guys that we'll talk yeah. to in future shows, but I kind of like this being therapist talking with our therapist. Yeah, therapist promotion night. Right, right. Yeah. Therapist pro right. promotion night. We'll have some other therapists on next week. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and so uh, you know, go to drsusanblock.com and join bonoboville.com. Yep. Mm -hmm. Our new upcoming social media site. We're we're building it, and it's coming up soon. And you get a thousand dollar credit. $1,000 Bonobo credit. So that means I only need $1,500 to go live by the C-Max? That's correct. <gasps> you got to have some money. I can make that happen. Yeah, or you can live in downtown for free. Right. Mm, for and free. have $1,000 for the hookers? <laughs> Do I get a loft? <laughs> you get a loft? Well, that's we're building those. Okay. It's a, it's a, new, kind, it's a new kind of social media. It's a grown-up uh, social media grown-up. Meaning sex. <laughs> no, don't yeah. say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what we want. Right. So okay. give us a call, 310-568-0066, if you want to speak privately. And, uh, yeah, we're just about to just get going, I That's think. That's it. So, um, so be good. Be happy. Um, even if you're into poop or into other taboo things, uh, try not to hurt anyone, including yourself. Uh, you know, do it in the erotic theater of the mind if it's at all questionable. And uh, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you.
I love you. From our house to your house, say thanks for having us. With someone about something you can't right. talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.